Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. We are so happy to be here. You know who I am, Coach Tanika. You know who my BFF is in a whole wide world. Love her. Sex Coach Mary. Hey, man. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Tired. Tired. Uh-huh. I can see that. You look a little I am tired. Yeah, I know. I have like no makeup on. <laughs> I was like, I'm too tired. <laughs> and you look gorgeous. You look gorgeous. I don't think so. I, I, I just, look pale. I'm Filipino. I mean, I, um, you just look like your gorgeous self to me. Oh, <laughs> I guess. You are glowing. Isn't she? I'm telling you. She's I don't know why. I wouldn't think you didn't have any sweat. makeup on. The sweat. You hot. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not hot. Oh. You I was ironing right before this. Oh, it's the steams. It's the steams giving you that glow. (laughs) And we also have Nita Jane with us. Nita Jane, she is just fabulous. She is the founder of Her Shakti. Did I say that correct, Nita? You said it perfectly. Yay! And that's a wellness company. She's in the United States, and the mission is to create a safe space for international expat and immigrant women globally as they transform into their healthiest and strongest selves. Like, I love your mission statement. And beauty, brains, I mean, technologists by trade. I said, okay, now she's just showing off because... I, I just, I, I love it. And so tell us, well, I'm so happy that you're, you're here, you're able to join us and tell us a little bit about you, your company. I love the name. Tell us more. Yeah. So yeah, you, as you said, yeah, Her Shakti is for, is, is really to support immigrant international women. And I felt really called to support these women because I am one of them. Um, I am originally from India and my journey has been a very typical immigrant journey where I came here for my, uh, my master's in computer science, like, like every second Indian does comes here for technology. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, you know, I was here for my graduate program. I was an engineer, was working and I was in technology for 13 years. And, uh, towards the end of my career, I was at Amazon, you know, doing product management and everybody thought, that oh wow you know like you know I've made it but I was really unhappy especially when I became a new I was a new mom and I was dealing with a lot of postpartum issues and I had a really long infertility journey that I speak a lot about in my story uh, with my pelvic floor dysfunction uh, hormonal imbalances Mm -hmm. and I just felt very disconnected with my inner feminine wisdom and uh, I felt also very disconnected from just my, my life's purpose. Like, what am I here to do? Because I just didn't feel connected to the work that I was doing. And so I pressed pause in my career back in 2018, July 2018. And I went back to school to study nutrition because I've always been very curious and passionate uh, about health, wellness, and like, wh- what's the vitamin in what food? Like, I was mm. always like super curious about it. So I was like, why not study something just for the fun of it, for a change? And not because the the society or my family wants me to. And so that made me uh, get into uh, Institute of Integrative Nutrition. 
and I um, I really enjoyed it and I've found my calling uh, to be a holistic health coach and uh, I really want to support these immigrant women and also corporate women in technology um, so I'm right now also spinning up a corporate program and geared towards technology because the gender disparity is so huge within technology there's a very unique challenge that women in tech face that I faced and I feel very empathetic towards it. So, sorry, I mean, long story short, yes. So that's the mission of the company. And um, it's a big change going from left brain to right brain in the last <laughs> couple of years for me. So it's been interesting. That is awesome. And yes, she graduated from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, my best school in the world, like I did, like so many other wonderful people did. Except me. Well, it's okay. It's okay. That's not your. That's not your calling. So yeah. you went to the best I, I get my game call for, for, for you. From you. That's what I do. If I need help, I, I call you. Yes, you do. So I just wanted to give a shout out to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition because I'm telling you, it was one of the best journeys that I've had. And when you are trying to go from corporate to health, when health wasn't your main thing, I know for me, it was like, ah, but it was the best decision that I ever made. So how long have you been running your company, Nita? Yeah, so I established, I actually formed a single member LLC last year, late last year. Um, so I've, uh, so after Amazon, I quit Amazon and then I was studying at IIN and then I went back to corporate because you know what, I need a paycheck and I was also not feeling confident. I was, you know, there was fear holding me back that, yes. you know, I don't know if I can just do this, you know, like, I don't know if I can just follow my passion. I don't know if I can do it. So I got back into corporate life and then I quit again. So I'm a serial job quitter. <laughs> I am. And, uh, and so then I, um, yeah, so it's not, I'm, I'm fairly new to this whole entrepreneurship thing. Mm. And um, so I'm still, um, you know, figuring out content marketing and, you know, how do I create value authentically and actually get it out there to the internet? Um, so that's where my technology background is helping me a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I have so much to do. Oh, but that's wonderful. And I mean, your niche, the, the community that you want to serve, to me, they are some of the voiceless people and they need a voice. And some of them may be scared. Some of them may not know how to start. There is so, so much with women that we deal with. I mean, educational wise, sexually, just trying to be us. You know, it's like when you grow up, or at least when I grew up, it was, oh, okay, you know, you got to find a man and settle down and do all that. And, you know, I'm like, no, I, I, I want to work. I, I want a career. And, you know, I was taught to be defined by the type of husband that I would pick and not value because of me, which is probably why I'm so rebellious like to mm -hmm. this day, because women don't have, a, not all women have a voice. It's not okay to be you. It's not okay if you wanna express your sexuality. It's, it's not okay if you wanna go into technology or science because that's a man's you know, world type of thing. Mm -hmm. So you know, I just give thanks to what you do because I see how that 
is going to help women with their voice and whatever particular situation that they're in so that they can grow and thrive and not feel so alone and isolated because that's the feeling that I remember feeling. And I'm not an expat, I'm from here. But that's the, that's, you know, cause it's like that I'm from here. And that is what I remember feeling. You know, it wasn't okay to be a smart girl. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for reflecting back. That's so really sad. Um, a lot of what you said resonated, like especially the, the sexuality bit. And um, that's definitely true of like traditional cultures like in South Asia that, that I come from. The technology bit is a little interesting in Asia, right? Like there, there, and when I came in for my master's in computer science, um, it was interesting to see that the only women in the, in the program were Asian. And so somehow technology and being a geek is not some, I don't know what exactly there are a lot of studies that are being done, but it's, it's interesting that point that you bring about that it's the STEM science has fewer women here in, in America than it is in, in Asia. It's still mm -hmm. in growing up. Um, Cause here it's like, if you're feminine and you know, you can't, you can't be both, right? Like, and so I think that's changing fast and there's such great movements and organizations now addressing that specific yes. concept. Mm -hmm. There's much work to be done though. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of work to be done and you're going to help with that type of work, which is very interesting. And I, I, I just can't explain how wonderful I think that is. So what, do you have any type of, right now, I know you're, you're still kind of, you know, you're starting, this is your first, first year, first year and a half. Do you have specific programs that you offer or do you, like, how, how does it work? If, if, mm -hmm. I, if I am your niche client, how would I find you? What would I do? Yeah, thank you for asking. So I right now have two offerings. One is a one-on-one -on -one health coaching. It's uh, I typically offer a four-month a four-month program where I meet my clients or a Zoom call actually, once every two weeks. It's twice a month, so it's eight sessions that I uh, do over a period of four months, and uh, it really is driven by the client's agenda. So depending on what their health goals are, um, I support them as opposed to me coming up with my agenda. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do focus. My philosophy is based on like a whole foods diet, um, plant-based, but it's not that I'm, I um, champion vegetarian diets, but I do uh, focus on like including more whole foods and plant-based foods. Uh, in my program, focusing on deconstructing cravings, uh, focusing on that gut, the gut health. So mm. sugar, sugar comes up a lot in my, in, for some reason, sugar is a big thing amongst at least the Asian population that I'm serving, uh, possibly because of how we grew up eating the carbs. Yes. Um, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, I know. Oh it my God. Is that in the black community as well. It's right. junk, junk cake, oh. cake, cake. Oh, you home from school, baby, here's a cookie. Oh, you want this? Oh, I'm not hungry, grandma. Yes, you are. Go ahead, go eat this chocolate cake. So that's how black families are as well. It's just sugar. Oh, it's the Asian, so, so the Filipinos, the same way. 
Ah, so that's how my mother classified um, us was giving us food yeah that's how that's why we associate um food i mean of course it does you know give off those good old good feels in our mind but we can say oh i had a bad day i need a cookie that's because when i used to come home and i had a bad day my grandmother would be like oh it's okay baby here's a piece of cake it's <laughs> like I, yeah, it grandmother. See? And <laughs> say, oh baby let's talk about it or take me no here's some cake it cakes make everything better baby cakes make everything better. <laughs> okay. okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is motion. It, it, <laughs> food is emotion, and we are emotionally eating. And especially right now, as we are in this shelter in place situation, and some people mm-hmm. are behind, these cravings are getting magnified. Yep. And with with sugar and salty snacks. And mm. so um yeah, it's it's interesting to see some of the shopping carts when you know we're doing very infrequent grocery trips. And so you see what people are stocking up, what they think they cannot live without. It's so interesting to see the amount of goldfish crackers that are piled up in the carts because you know, and I'm guilty of piling up some of those things too too. So I feel like right now the situation we are in, the whole deconstructing of cravings is a big thing, which leads me to the second thing that I'm doing, which is a group coaching where um, I am actually doing a fundraiser for the group coaching program where I'm taking a portion of the fees and I'm donating it towards actually India, towards the daily wage workers in India. So I'm doing a couple of fundraisers as part of my health coaching right now. One is towards direct relief that helps our medical, um, our healthcare workers for the PPE equipment. So the uh, personal protective masks and equipment. Um, so doing two couple of fundraisers right now and uh, also trying to create a win-win situation because right now a health and wellness, which should be on top of our minds is actually not. And my guilty yeah. hands are up here. Mm. Um, and it, it's hard because it's stressful and there's a lot of anxiety coming up for a lot of us and we're using food to balance it uh, because food is emotion. Yeah, it's all about food. Food makes us happy. Food makes us sad. I mean, that's just how a, a lot of people live, which is why the U.S. in particular has the amount of health problems that it that it has. And I'm so happy that there are people like you're out there, like you out there training and educating, because a lot of people don't know. You know, when you're raised with, with certain foods, you know, some, some people I know don't even know what certain fruits are. You know, you ask them, you know, what's the apricot? And they're like, what? what's that? You know, they, just, they don't know. And so it is so important that we have great, you know, health coaches like you that can help them because people don't realize when you have all that sugar, in you yeah it makes you feel good and also kind of make you a little crazy and it if you're eating the wrong foods it can dictate your mood and you don't even realize it and i noticed that a lot with my daughter when she was younger certain mm-hmm. foods would just trigger her and it's like oh you stop giving her the foods she's fine so it, it's our healthcare system sucks i love you doctors but something has to be done because we got people dying from food. So Nita, is is that what made you, um, I guess, target like the immigrant women? Because you said that's your your niche. Um, Is it 
coming to the country like you don't really know too because i always thought that people coming from other countries eat better than americans do so what made you i guess target just those those women that are coming over yeah thank you for asking that so couple you're right that you know majority immigrants at least in this generation that we're looking at we came from traditional diets where fast food and you know like when we didn't grow up with uh, fast foods and because it had not reached asia and other parts of the world it has today and now oh, generation yeah. is kind of similar <laughs> that same kind of trend that you're seeing in other parts of the world but for the adult immigrants that are here we grew up with uh, really traditional foods where um there's a lot more home cooking because going outside was either not affordable or not a thing um and frozen food and canned food wasn't wasn't available um so we did eat better but i what i noticed is that for example in my case when i came here as as a student and i was one like i didn't know how to even navigate the grocery store it was like you know, really <laughs> it was just so different right everything is packaged but but you know like living in a country like india like i always like felt like everything in america is great everything that they sell is gold and i'm like this must be good for me and um so you know the labeling and you know like there isn't as much transparency in in the labels the food marketing here is not regulated and so it's very confusing for somebody who's new to the country in fact even for somebody who's lived here their, their whole life it's very hard to just make sense of what you're buying even unless you go to nutrition school right like because mm-hmm. you're not taught this stuff in school unfortunately right. and again there's a lot of movement to get more education and getting like kids to eat salads and all, all of that is happening which is great but um I felt uh, that an immigrant person is not even realizing that they need to focus on their health and wellness. It's like, yeah, we need to go to the doctor and, you know, if there's something wrong with me, then I go to the doctor. But being very proactive about your health and wellness uh, is, is like a luxury for an immigrant. Um, and it's also quite expensive. And so my goal was to really focus on this, this marginalized population because i didn't feel like they were addressed and their their needs are unique their stress factors are also unique when you the immigration system is kind of broken here so the visa system you know like to become a citizen or to become a permanent resident and you have kids here but you have your aging parents way back in another country mm-hmm. and you have when you reach this particular age of 30s and 40s you are like you're kind of like nowhere because of the and that's a very different kind of stress where you don't feel the sense of belonging and there's a very different kind of sense where your stability is missing and so when that that is missing it's hard to be super healthy no no matter how much kale or spinach you have right. if you're not at peace with where you are so like i felt like this there were very unique mental health challenges also for uh immigrants and expats specifically women Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't imagine, you know, you come know. from a different country. Like I think of some of the students at the school who, you know, the predominantly come from China and these kids come here fifth grade, sixth grade, and they just have themselves and they're, you know, they have the, a host family or what have you, but oh. to not have your parents, not to have 
no one, you know, you barely speak the language. They learn quick though to speak the language, but it's like that initial, I couldn't imagine that at 12, I couldn't imagine it at 15 and I surely couldn't oh. imagine it at 40. It, it's just like, oh my God, that's a different type of loneliness when yep. it's just you. And so many people, they, they do it. They do it for a better life. They do it for whatever reason. But I would imagine that that is a lot of stress. Yep. But I have to say that, you know, I came in through academia and I love America because people here were amazing and so helpful, especially when you go to universities and academia, it's a very nurturing um, welcoming atmosphere and there are a lot of international students so um, there are a lot of us so I would it seems maybe a lot more challenging but there people here are amazing Americans are awesome and so uh, super welcoming nurturing and especially in academia you know there are a lot of processes and um, yeah like the, the food part was challenging but like it's it was such an adventure too like I have to say that the good things too yeah, <laughs> it's great. Good. I, I love when, you know, I meet with the Chinese kids and we have something called a potluck. And so they all cook, you know, their dishes from their country. And oh my God, I'm like in heaven with some of these dishes. <laughs> and I mean, like eat the, it's the, the Chinese and, you know, the Indian Asians and they come in and between that rice and I never knew there was a way to make chickpeas taste good. Now I'm like addicted because I have like, um, you know, chickpeas and curry. And I, uh, I, I just like, no, I can't guys. I can't. And they're like, come on. And I'm like, no, every time y'all throw these things, I gain like five pounds. Chickpeas. Oh my God, the chickpeas. They made this dish. I think I know what you're talking about, but go ahead. It was like um, chickpea masala. That's what I and made today. I made that today. Oh, you made it today. Oh, God. I say we should. God, they're totally. gone quarantine. We could have been over a whole boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was so good that, you know, I, I don't like to cook. My husband is the cook. And I was like, look, these kids made <laughs> this dish. You got to make it. So okay. now he makes it all the time. And so I got him cooking so much Indian food, like, RF next door. It's like, oh, what, what you cooking? <laughs> it's it, man. My girlfriend says you was meant to be an Indian because I I, I love the food. Do you know what dish she's talking about, Nita? Yeah, I do. I, I made that today. The chickpea curry it's called chole. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to pronounce it because I wasn't sure if I was going to say it oh, right. Because I was waiting for you to say it. I'm like, come on, Nita, just say it. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like right. my favorite. It is good, yeah, and it is healthy. It is super healthy. High. I know. Yeah, chickpeas are awesome, and like you, and there's so much like ginger or garlic, onion, yes. all good for immunity. Oh and my it's, god! It's rich with rice, <laughs> with the Indian bread. Yes. Oh, bread. see the I bread you see now I didn't hungry. eat dinner yet so oh. now I'm gonna go to the kitchen like great I got nothing to eat I <laughs> ate now I'm still hungry <laughs> my friend was making that for me for one of the taekwondo moms she used to make it for me oh, like every week oh my god I loved it she's yeah. like you know I got you something I'm like oh thanks Priya yeah <laughs> she was the best <laughs> I always thought that chicken tikka masala is like the thing but uh, I didn't realize that chole is also like such a hit. 
But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see why. Like it's like chickpeas are just so universal, right? Like you can make hummus, you can make a salad, mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That dish yeah. got me in chickpeas. Now I eat it a lot. <laughs> that is oh. one thing to stock up on. Like in corner, when you go to grocery, not goldfish crackers, but chickpeas. chickpeas. Yeah, that's what I do. Every time I go, I grab a couple of cans. Yes, yeah. I, I do. I think my husband, he, you know, he crazy. So he has these um, like glass mason jars. And so he'll go to this place called Whole Earth Center that's in Princeton. And they have the peas and the beans and these I mean, they're, you know, you got to cook them. So he, he has it in there, his whole containers of his black beans, his chickpeas, his lentils. And I just feel like, you, what are you doing? He goes, you know, I got to have my stuff. And I'm like, all right. It does look so pretty. Though. Like, it, do, it does look pretty. Yeah, it, it does, does look pretty. And since it's hard for him now to find the ones that don't have like citric acid or whatever in, in the can. So he's like, I'll just make it myself. And I'm like, all right, then go ahead and make it yourself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> your group coaching, is that, how long, how long is your group coaching? So I'm, I'm doing just like a five week thing. And it's a weekly thing where it's about, it's, I'm going to keep it a really small group of women. Mm-hmm. And the focus is on these cravings, on moving a lot. And so like mm. really accountable, like to really getting some stretching and cardio because I'm not a cardio, I'm not a big cardio person. I love going for dance classes, but I'm really a yoga Pilates girl. And, uh, but it's more, it's really I would, I love to walk around, but I'm not even walking. So all of us need to like get some cardio in and some stretches, especially like hip openers, because yes. uh, being seated and not walking around, it's, it's, um, yeah, we need uh, a lot more like yoga, whether it's foam roller or yoga or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mary, Mary, you're saying something. <laughs> no, I said, I do that. I always, uh, I'm always opening up my hip because like I try to, you know, stay as flexible as possible. <laughs> Not for that reason, damn it. Say <laughs> anything. I just was shaking my head. It's good to be flexible. Okay. Very important. Yeah. It is. It is very important. And you're right. It's very important for us to, to move. And, it, you know, we weren't moving when it wasn't COVID, some of us. So we're definitely not moving now. And right. it is. It is important to just you go up your stairs. If you have stairs, go up and down your stairs 10 times, one time, something. Because it it will help your mood as well. It will help your mood. Did you start your group coaching yet? No, I'm still, uh, I have not. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, well, that's a good thing. So people can watch this and if they're interested, it hasn't already started, guys. So you can get in. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Nita, tell everybody how they can find you. Yes. So I um so I have a website. It's um hershakti.co. So it's H-E-R-S-H-A-K-T-I.co. And on Instagram, I am um the handle is H-E-R underscore Shakti. So S-H-A-K-T-I. Um I know it's an int- it's a hard one to remember. Mm-hmm. I was so drawn to using the word Shakti. I know Mary liked that word a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just uh, very sexy. It's sexy. So, it's a sexy I don't word. Know. <laughs> 
and I love the meaning of it. Like literally in, in, in like, I know in the interview we were talking about it, but uh, literally in the Indian language, it means energy or power. Mm-hmm. But in spiritually, it means the divine feminine wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it's, it means goddess and we all have sexy. a goddess within us. That's right. <laughs> That's why sexy. it sounds sexy. Got yeah. it. Gotta unleash your inner goddess. Stop uh-huh. stifling her. She don't want to be stifled anymore. She wants to be herself. And oh, that's that's hard to do. That's hard to do. So Nita, I just want to thank you so much for being here. Everyone, we will have Nita's links, whether you're on our Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, you'll be able to uh, find her information there. Click on the link. If you have any questions for her, You'll have our link. If you have any questions for us, you already know how to find us. And I know a lot of y'all have been a little busy doing nothing because I get some crazy stuff, but it's okay. (laughs) That's how I know it's like quarantine when you just get just silly all the time. So all of our information will be here. And if you're interested, just reach out, you know, you for a conversation. You never know where, where it can lead. It can be the first step to yeah, you being like breakthrough here. session. So I do like the first session is, is free. So you can just, um, I like typically have them fill a health history and a wellness mm-hmm. wheel chart. And then I just do, I do a free breakthrough session as well. So nice. Oh, so see, now you really have no excuse guys. <laughs> breakthrough <laughs> section. And after that first session with her, you're going to know that you're going to need her services. So there's no kind of risk to you. If you don't like the session, I don't know why you wouldn't, but you know, now is the time. You really don't have anything else to do, but get your health in order. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing anything right now. Everybody's talking about they bored, they this, they that. Well, turn that free time you got into a breakthrough session and work with Nita and get to know your inner goddess. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I, I love doing that. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for having me over. It was always so nice to like see your faces and um, oh, thank, yeah, you. thank you, you thank for so, uh, organizing this. Anytime, anytime. And so guys, we will see you all next week. Only Lord knows what Mary's going to talk about because y'all know that she's been a little quiet today. She's been making me work today. But it's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> we going to have something so special great. just for you from Mary. <laughs> I love when Mary does stuff, nigga. <laughs> I, know, I need to get my craziness. Something. You don't have no hat on, no no blinking lights, no. No, I know. I I don't have my ears. No, no ears, no nothing. So I have to behave because you know this is this is serious. It's health. This is about goddess. Okay, but still, God, health. darn it. <laughs> health. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nita, again, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.